Tender women that are bred delicately must not be governed after the same manner that hardy country women must, for one is commonly weak-stomached, for the other is strong. It was a hot June day in rural Dorset in 1840, and a young woman was in the throes of a difficult first labour. Her name was Jemima, and she was reliant upon the care of her midwife, who also happened to be a close neighbour and a friend. As was conventional with difficult labours, a doctor was finally called to assist with the last stages of the delivery, and the baby, a tiny, delicate boy, was presumed dead and cast aside. But then a minor miracle occurred. The midwife looked again for signs of life and declared, Dead? Stop a minute. He's alive enough, sure. The baby was named after his father, and his surname seemed apt for the fighting spirit shown in the first few moments of his life. He was Thomas Hardy, Tom or Tommy to his family. Hardy in spirit, though not in body. He would come to appreciate the qualities of resilience and strength that were connotations of his family name. The impoverished but flinty hero of his first novel was called Will Strong. Another hot day while the baby slept in his crib, a large snake slithered in and curled itself around the boy's breast, comfortably asleep like himself. His mother gently removed it. The baby had come to no harm. Hardy owed his lucky escapes not to men, such as the doctor who had pronounced him dead, but to women. His mother and his midwife. It seems likely that Hardy was born premature. He was delivered five and a half months after the marriage of his parents. He was also conceived out of wedlock, a fact that he tried to conceal, though unplanned pregnancies and their consequences became a theme of his work. He was born in his family's cottage home in the tiny village of Higher Buckhampton, three miles from the county town of Dorchester. There were just eight houses in the hamlet. His midwife, or nurse as he preferred to call her, lived with her soldier husband in one of the cottages. The other inhabitants were elderly, retired people, so much so that the hamlet was known as Veterans Valley. Hardy preferred the more romantic nickname Cherry Alley after the trees that lined the village street. His family lived in the last cottage on the south side of the lane, close to the woods and the heath. It was a beautiful and isolated spot. Hardy's nurse was called Elizabeth Downton, known locally as Lizzie. She was a hard-working, fearless woman, of the kind that Hardy would grow to admire. The day after her own baby was born, she walked 18 miles without a complaint. She was, in his words, an excellent nurse, much in demand, of infinite kind-heartedness, humour and quaintness. Midwifery was traditionally an all-female practice and a valuable way for local women to make a living. Wisdom regarding birthing practice was handed down through the female line. Midwives usually relied on word-of-mouth recommendations, though in more sophisticated places such as London, some printed their own business cards. But in the 18th century, male doctors and male midwives, often taught by celebrity obstetrician Dr. William Smelly, began infiltrating the delivery room, branding forceps with disastrous effect in Lawrence Stern's famous novel, Tristram Shandy. In rural Dorset, male doctors called surgeons were only used in emergencies, as was the case with Thomas Hardy. Many rural midwives such as Elizabeth Downton were regarded as the village sage or wise woman. They gave advice on fertility, 
birth control, unplanned pregnancies, and marital and courtship issues. One day, a local woman came to Lizzie for help. She had seen the ghost of a woman whom she was convinced was the spirit of her sweetheart's dead wife. Lizzie asked how long the wife had been dead, and was told that it had been many years. Oh, that were no ghost, she said. Now, if she'd only been dead a month or two, and you were making her husband your fancy man, there might have been something in your story. But Lord, much can she care about him after years and years in better company. Hardy, self-confessedly superstitious and fond of creepy stories, lapped up such folklore 